Hello, and on today's show, Star Wars toys are everywhere. Who is going to be the next 007? Taking a walk down memory lane. And after watching Avatar, Earth, Wind, and Fire are adding water to their name. This is episode three of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. I am Alex Albisu, and again, I am joined by my friend Jojo Maldonado. Hello, hello. How y'all doing today? Good, sir. How are you? Very good. Thank well, you for asking. Wonderful. And joining us today is one of my oldest friends in the world. He's like family to me. This is Christopher McIntosh. Also going by, was it Chris McIntosh or, or C-Mac or, Chris Mac, or whatever? Mac what do you want? There are multiple names. Chris Mac, Chris McIntosh, Christopher McIntosh, Joe, whatever you want to call me. Joe? Is fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, There's another Joe? Joe here. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's why no, I we did can't it. have more than no. one Joe. Okay, Joe. okay, Steve. Steve will work. No. Steve is fine. <laughs> We're going to call you Chris. Chris works for me. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. I'm wonderful, man. Why don't you tell uh, the world a little bit about you? Well, as uh, Alex previously stated, I am probably Alex's oldest friend. We've known each other since I believe we were four years old. Grew up across the street. Four years old. Four years old. Long time ago. In, in the Silver Point way. Silver Point way. SPW. You know, yeah. that's uh, that's where we did all of the you good things. You think that we, we grew up in, in the hood with SPW. Yeah, the hood. Big, <laughs> the, big the time hood. hood. Nope, not at all, folks. No, Lily, all. Lily White kids. Well, Alex is half white. He's uh, Cuban. <laughs> yeah. In case he hasn't met. I have that, that going before. for me, at least. Yeah, at least you have a little ethnicity. I'm just flat out white. So. Nah. Darn. No, it's all right. And, uh, so, Chris, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, right now, I uh, I work at a golf course. I am a assistant golf professional as well as a membership and event coordinator. So, I have a lot of job titles. I also teach young children in the high school era of their lives how to play golf. Yeah. I'll coach a golf team as well. I've. If you guys ever want to go learn how to play golf, Chris is the man. And uh, I've I've gotten a lot of great tips. I still am terrible, but I am way better than I originally was after Chris got a hold of me, which sounds terrible. That is uh, very that's not true. A right way to, don't don't no. I didn't mean that. But. Don't don't take it the, that way. But yes, thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, the praise and my golf ability to teach. And, and Chris, tell tell folks about your uh, I guess potential geekdom and, and what makes you eligible to be on this show in the first place. You know, I am probably not the uh, quintessential geek. I don't uh, play video games now. I don't really keep up with any sci-fi or fantasy. The only fantasy that I really do is is fantasy sports, and that really doesn't do anything for anybody here. Uh, so you know, I just I've always been attracted to the geek culture and intelligence type of thing. Uh, but you know, even and, and I'll stop you there. But even one of the the quintessential things about being a quote unquote geek is just being super into what you want to be into. Exactly. So we want to celebrate that in all aspects of geekdom. So even though Chris uh, is more of the the jock amongst the three of us, <laughs> is that the right way to put it? I guess so. But Chris, he still has an affinity for intelligence, so you got to love him. But, yeah. but guys, Chris and I have some epic... Epic stories of when we were kids playing video games, and uh, and and Chris has a full appreciation for that. Absolutely, don't you? Hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, but with that, uh, let's introduce today's beer. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. 
So today's beer of the show is brought to you by Alex's dog Finn because his other dog Bailey is mad we didn't bring Guinness. Yeah, poor puppy. It's gonna be all right. You should have brought Jameson too. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, today's beer is uh, is from Lost Rhino, and uh, JoJo picked this up today. And it is wonderful. So this is, we're drinking the Rhino Fest Martzen Amber Lager. This is their fall seasonal beer. Uh, the ABV is 5.5%. Um, and it is delicious. So a beer, yeah. a beer designed for the fun fair of traditional German culture, which wouldn't be complete without beer. A Martzen is an excellent companion to Autumn's first chill with its full body, multi flavors, and a clean, dry finish. Uh, tasting notes, malty, smooth, and toasty amber lager. And that's uh, from their website, folks. Um, what do you think about this thing, JoJo? It's very crisp. It's very tasty, very flavorful. Um, I love the, the bite to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just a, a passive beer. I love I love drinking it. It's just fantastic. It's easy to drink. It's smooth to drink. It gives you a little bit of bite. Very clean finish. That's what I was going to say. It, it's super smooth at first, and then and then when you swallow it at the back of your tongue, it's like a bite. Right. Exactly. It's awesome. It's really smooth. Um, wonderful beer, and also uh, so you guys know, Chris isn't a drinker, but in. Uh, in in beer fashion, we brought him root beer from uh, from still beer. Still yeah, counts. there you go. Yeah, that it's, counts. It's from Lost Rhino. Um, yeah. Chris, what do you think about this root beer that they make? Uh, you know, I haven't had root beer in a long time, but um, when I tasted it, I thought to myself, "This is exactly how root beer should taste." Uh, you get the other root beers that you know they they become flat. This has a very almost licorice type root beer taste. Yes, so absolutely. I, I very much enjoy it and it might get me back into drinking soda again. So we'll see. Ooh, <laughs> that's scary. That's a, it had that much of an effect on you? That's a big maybe, though. That's, that's huge. <laughs> you know, once every, every once in a while, I, I'm driving home later, so I don't want to drink too much of this. Oh, <laughs> root beer goes straight to your head. Yeah. Um, but when I tried it, I immediately could taste it. It has that really sweet um kind of sugary taste that you that you like from uh you can tell like it's pure i mean sugar the it's real stuff right it's not syrupy you know right. some of them have that really syrupy taste this tastes right. pure um but also that licorice taste at the end is really really good it has almost a throwback to like childhood just candy. yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely it's yeah 100 yeah so wonderful guys really um want to touch base on one other thing about this place this uh lost rhino uh brewery is local here to us as we mentioned in the first episode um judge and i hail from from the dc area outside of dc chris is from uh, here as well, and this brewery is out in Ashburn, correct? Right, Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, if you guys are local, or if you guys ever travel out towards this area, it's about I don't know about an hour west of of DC. Uh, definitely worth checking out. They have a lot of good products. They have a lot of great flakes. They're about to get their uh, sour beers in. They had a sour cherry. They had a sour peach. The peach is actually already in bottles. It just has to age. Um, so there's a lot of great things they put out. They're putting out a, a stout later on that I love. And anybody who's familiar with Old Dominion Brewery, they were bought out by a company in Delaware, which their production went to Delaware. Two of the people that were part of Old Dominion Brewery actually left that group and started Lost Rhino. So it actually kind of has those seeds already here in place from Sterling, Virginia. That's wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot of, of cool things happening in this area. Not not only with breweries, but big wine country out here. Right, right. Uh, I, I, we're I love our it. own gin now. Really? Yeah, we have local gin that is being made as well. So cool, cool. Right. Maybe we'll feature that once we get off this beer kick. But <laughs> never, 
never, <laughs> never. What am I saying? I love beer too much. Exactly. Los Rhino has. I'm, I'm looking at their website right now. And they've got some great names for their beers. I mean, I'm not a beer drinker, but some of these names would just absolutely intrigue me into drinking it. Uh, Faceplant, which is an IPA, looks fantastic just because of the name. I don't know about you Sounds guys. Like a but good judge a book be. by its cover. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's Basically. what I was always taught as a kid. Exactly. That's fantastic. All right, good stuff. Well, this is a wonderful beer. I hope you guys do check it out um, at some point. Right in time for Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good season. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. With that, let's get into the news. So first up on the docket, let's talk about Force Friday and all the awesome Star that Wars toys. Yeah, Star Wars toys, you guys. Uh, this this is really nostalgic for me, at least. I remember growing up as a kid. You, uh, I don't. Chris probably remembers all the Star Wars toys. Oh my. I've never seen so many Star Wars toys in my yeah, entire it was, life. It was really bad. <laughs> and uh, they're still sitting in my grandparents' basement, I think, which is awesome because I want to give them my kid, uh, kids, plural, probably. Right. I don't know. Deanna, what do you think? I think she, she, she didn't plural. answer. Guys, we, so. uh, we, had to talk, we had to talk about that earlier. Yeah. I'm not sure that's going to happen anytime no, soon. No. <laughs> and uh, this is really exciting. There's a lot of really cool things. I think one of the things that stood out the most, I think this was actually announced before Force Friday. Right. And, guys, just some background. Force Friday uh, was the day that they, um, they released all these brand-new Star Wars toys that – are, you're going to be um, seeing a lot of these characters in Episode 7 uh, when that comes out in December. So it's a really big deal in that case because, we, first off, we learned a lot more about some of the characters. But also, um, God, it's just fun to collect right. toys. It's very nostalgic. It's, very, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and some of these toys, just not only are they the old school, you know, just classic toys you use your imagination, but some of them are actually very high tech mm-hmm. and interactive and just fun to interact, you know, so, just fun to play with. If you guys have been following the news, you probably know what we're about to say. Yeah. That new BB-8 oh, man. toy, by, uh, it's by Sphero, right? N-E-E-D. Yeah, so <laughs> this thing is really cool. It, um, it's made out of plastic, but it's got all the same kind of innards that the uh, that the real BB-8 um, is made for all the practical effects that they uh, do in the movies where you have kind of a magnet towards the top of the ball that kind of stays still, so that's how the little head stays on. But then you can you, you have a remote control on your phone, and you're able to roll it around everywhere. Make commands on it. Yeah, make commands. Um, if it's anything like the original Sphere, there were actual um, augmented uh, reality games that you could play with it as well. Oh, really? So you can pick up virtual pellets or do different things. So I'm sure they can do little games with the BB-8, but yeah. just seeing it on its own, which is fantastic, with so the little cool. head bobbing around, moving around, going in a you know, forward fashion, it's amazing. Yeah, and um, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about getting it because I'm just thinking about what the dogs are going to do to it if I start rolling it You can it always hand it over to around. me if you are worried. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you taking <laughs> and, the bullet. Your, uh, your best interest at heart. You know, somebody's got to <laughs> take the hit for that, guys. I'm glad JoJo is. <laughs> I mean, looking at the... the um, the write-up on it, if you look, it's got multiple functions from your phone. Right. It also has built-in voice control, so it can respond to your voice commands, and then it also has an exploring control where it just goes around and starts beeping at you wherever right. it is. And that, <laughs> that just blows my mind, yeah. because you're not doing anything to it, and it is still going. I don't have an artificial pet at that point. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just something around the house. It, you could get rid of the dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to tell Deanna that. Yeah, I'm sure she'd be BB-8 right. or the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> And this is one step closer to Terminator. I just right. want to point that out, folks. Skynet, yeah. Skynet the machines are taking over. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, so the BBA thing is really cool. It's uh, it's going for $150. Worth it. Uh, I'm curious to see what people think of that. 
uh, I, I don't know about you guys. I think I I think I would spend one hundred fifty dollars on a toy like that. But I'm also um, a big fat Star Wars. Well, not fat. I mean, if you guys have seen me, I'm pretty skinny. But well, I've, I've spent multiple times just big numbers, uh, big sums of money on Star Wars stuff. Whether it's a video game, where it's a system or console, a uh, model kit, whatever. Uh, at one hundred fifty dollars, this thing actually interacts with you or interacts on its own, and it's got its own life and own personality. It's not yeah. just a dumb piece of plastic. Yeah. I would definitely say one hundred fifty dollars of value worth. Right, and um, so I'm curious to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about that? Shoot us an email, geek30podcast at gmail.com. 30 is all spelt out, um, as usual. Let us know your thoughts. And um, also, some other cool toys. They've they've been releasing all these Legos. And uh, we talked last episode with Jamie about the the Doctor Who Legos that's coming out. Uh, Kind of geeky about that. But this one really hits home for me because I grew up collecting the Star Wars Legos from uh, the original trilogy and the prequels. So a part of me really wants to to look into that. Right. But, you know, I don't know how much playability they actually have for me <laughs> these days. I don't, that's, I don't know. That's one of the I, points we made is with the uh, Star Wars sets or the Doctor Who sets or any of the specialized sets, they become final – uh, kind of a final deal. Once you get yeah. them, that's it. That's I all. just want to look at them. And, and right. do I really want to spend $70 on Poe Dameron's new X-Wing and build it and then just, just have it on your sitting? desk? Yeah. You know, or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's nostalgia for you. Yeah. Right. Chris, you're big into Legos, right? I was huge into Legos. I wasn't necessarily into Star Wars Legos, but I was very big into Legos. I, th- I think it, for more for me, it was just I wanted to build things. Right. And when I was done with it, I was done with it. Right. So... I can totally understand wanting to get something that's Star Wars, build it, and just keep it as it is. And, you know, there's really no reason to take it apart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it took so long to build. Why are you going to take it apart? Yeah. Well, see, I guess I always saw that with uh, Legos is that you put them together, you take them apart, you put them together again. I always did models as well, and those were always finite to me. Right. Now, did you, did, were you one of those people that ever uh, – Put a Lego set together and then put super glue and like made it made it stay. Never, I would never no? even think to think about that because <laughs> no. you know, as a child, I wanted to take things apart, right, and build them back up. I mean, I couldn't tell you if any of my Legos are still set where they were supposed to be set. I'm pretty sure that all my Legos in my mother's house are just all combined into one big box. Oh wow! So I can probably just build whatever. I have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> Endless possibilities. So many possibilities. <laughs> Endless possibilities. All of these possibilities. So that, that's some really cool stuff with the with the Legos coming out for for Star Wars. But they've also got these. Um, I think they were like like twelve inch like action figures. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and they look really cool, and they they're voice activated. Nice. Uh, they you you actually hear Kylo Ren's voice, uh, and and Kylo Ren is played by Adam Driver. Um, I thought it was really interesting because, first of all, I mean, nothing against Adam Driver. He has a, he has a very distinct, different sort of voice. I, I always did. I never really took it that seriously. Um, and I was thinking to myself, man, that voice is going to sound really weird as a bad guy. But as we've learned, um, and you guys can read up some articles on on the Knights of Ren, which are going to be um, kind of a, a big part of Episode Seven. They're kind of this fanatical um, group that saw Vader as a martyr, and they style themselves after Vader. So with that, it, it, you know, they've got that mask and everything. Um, it, it, you can actually hear his voice when you uh, push the button on the action figure, and he's got kind of that uh, robotic sort of voice. Uh, that you know, it's got Adam Driver behind it, but it almost sounds like a Vader 
with that roboticness. And that to me actually said, yeah, you know what? He could pull that off. This that sounded work. pretty cool. Definitely. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to the movie, obviously. This got me even more excited. <laughs> I'm um, still avoiding all details at all costs. I know, man. I don't know how you... I couldn't do it. I know, I just but I, just, I wanted it to be all brand new when it hit the theaters. Chris, are you going to go see the movie? I probably am going to go see the movie. Um, you Chris know, isn't as big of a Star Wars nerd as I am, but he has full appreciation for it. I have... Tremendous appreciation because every time I would go over to Alex's house, anytime we were going to watch a movie, if it wasn't a comedy movie, it was going to be Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know how many times we watched the Return of the Jedi. It yeah, had to be a billion times. That's one of my favorites. So uh, no surprise there. I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. Since I'm not into someone who's collecting um, action figures and stuff like that, would you guys ever consider not taking them out of the box? I know uh, in this one article that I was reading, they said that the value isn't as big as it used to be because there's too many toys mm-hmm. you right. know, being produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you guys consider not taking them out of the box as collectors? The only way I would do that is if I bought a second set. Because okay. I, I would want to buy it to interact with it, to play with it, to do all the fun stuff with it. Um, for me to not leave, to not remove it from the box would just be blasphemy. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of picture myself, if I were to collect these things, I have a bookshelf upstairs in my office. I'd want to put them out and, right. you know have them standing there i wouldn't want them to necessarily be behind i i don't i don't know i've never really understood the whole keep it in the box thing um i I get it maybe if you wanted to keep it in quote-unquote mint condition uh and there really aren't that many of them i really don't have that much of an appreciation for that personally i mean i get you know some people that's their thing and you know mad respect to you but i think that if if this were me i would go buy that kylo ren 12 inch action figure thing and want to put him there and like Put the lightsaber in his hand, have him facing off against Finn, not my dog, the, the guy. <laughs> the, well, maybe. You know what? There's knowing, possibility there. Knowing <laughs> Finn, he'd probably find some way to quote unquote interact with him. Right. Um, so, it, but I would want to put him up there with uh, John Boyega's, you know, Finn character, and uh, because it looks like they're going to have an epic lightsaber battle. So uh, that, that, that's exciting to me. I think that's that's really cool. I think it's a fantastic question. Um, next up on the docket is uh, a really interesting story. So, first of all, we've got this brand new 007 movie coming out uh, in November, I think. And there's a lot of talk this is going to be Daniel Craig's last 007 movie. What do you guys think about that? That's kind of scary to me because I really like Daniel Craig. Um, I feel like he's really grown into the character finally. They yeah. kind of brought him in super raw, super gritty, and then kind of let him develop into Bond. Yeah. I feel like he's well, he's long since hit his stride, but I feel like he's really in full swing now. Uh, so for them to kind of pull the cord on him at this point is, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard for me to mm-hmm. fathom. You know, reading, reading this article really um, made me ask myself the question, who is James Bond to me? Because yeah. we've, had, we've had multiple James Bonds in our you know, in our lifetime, right? Which which one is actually James Bond to me? Mm-hmm. And you know, I would have to say probably maybe because I'm older now uh, that Daniel Craig is James Bond to me. So yeah. it's going to be hard for me to see someone else as James Bond. I mean, I remember Pierce Brosnan as James Bond, but it wasn't. It didn't really stick with me. But James Craig, he is James Bond. He looks like James Daniel Bond. Craig. Daniel Excuse Craig. me, James yeah. Craig. <laughs> Daniel Craig. Pardon me. No, he's 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 slow. Daniel Craig slowly becoming James Bond. That's why he's Definitely. now James Craig. James Craig. My bad. <laughs> no, but I think you guys bring up really interesting points. I would dare to say that Daniel Craig 
is the best Bond so far. Definitely. I would probably make that statement, and, and people would hate me for it, but I I think that he's absolutely brilliant. The, the last movie, um, was it Skyreach? Is that what it's called? Uh, Skyfall. Skyfall? Sky, Skyreach. Skyreach is something from uh, from World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Skyfall. Skyfall. Adele. Yeah. That's all you got to remember. Oh, Adele. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Skyfall... I think for me is what solidified it. It was an amazing movie. And now we got this new one coming out and Daniel Craig saying that this is going to be his last one. And there's a lot of talk about who's going to take over as the new bond. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of people, Idris, um, Idris, 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 Idris Elba. Idris, you could, how do you say that? How do you say his name? Let's see Idris. You could ask me how to say it. I'm going to butcher it every time. I, have no idea. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a dude that's been in a ton of movies. Right. Um, and there's a lot of talk about him being the next Bond. Um, also, it's of note, he's African-American. Um, it shouldn't be a thing. People are making it a thing. I think it is absolutely brilliant um, to put him in that role, not for any race reasons, but for his acting abilities. And another another note about him, he is actually a Brit. Right. Yeah. So well, he, they all have to be, I think. Right? Well, there, there, Connery was... there were some Americans on the list that, oh, they, that okay. they gave. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sean Connery was Scottish. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I think I, I guess what I'm thinking is from the UK, yeah. right? Exactly. So, um, Great Britain and and Michael Fassbender uh, was somebody else, and we recently talked about him last episode. He's the guy uh, playing the assassin in the new Assassin's Creed correct uh, movies. Um, that's really exciting. Um, Speaking of, we were just talking about a Mega Man movie last weekend. Fox just announced a new Mega Man movie. Oh yeah, can we talk about that for just a second? I'm going off on a tangent. Uh, uh, my buddy Eric sent me a uh, sent me a note um, that they're actually making a new uh, Mega Man movie. Foxes, and he said he sent me I guess a text, and he said, you know, this is per your your last uh, episode. Tell JoJo about this, <laughs> and so I sent that over to JoJo, and he said, actually, I already saw this. this is crazy. So um, that's super exciting. I think that that will be. Right. Really interesting to see how there's they not a lot of information off. out there right now, aside yeah. from they're developing it. But it's just ironic that we spoke about it a week ago and it's already being announced. Clearly, Fox is listening to, to the, the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, but kind of going back on track with this whole Bond thing, there are a couple other names. Um, Tom Hiddleston, who's Loki, uh, was on this list. And and, and guys, I have a, an article that I'm reading that I was reading and I thought it was really interesting. I'll put this in all in the show notes, mm-hmm. like I usually do. Um, I think it would be funny to have Loki as Bond. I just don't see that. I don't know. Like, I love Tom Hiddleston. I don't know that I see him as a No, I don't Bond really character. see him as a Bond character. I think one of the most... Like, maybe a Bond villain, maybe not a Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that another interesting choice, and this is a really strong um, choice in the community, is Tom Hardy. Oh, wow. But he's American, isn't he? I think... I, I think no. He's- is he... Is Tom Hardy American? From. That's a great question. I thought he Let's was. Let's use the power of the internet, Jojo, and find this out. Uh, English. Uh, and see, I thought so. So is that London. His, is that his language, or is that just? <laughs> no, he's from uh, Hammersmith, <laughs> London, United Kingdom. It, it's an interesting choice. Have Bane, right? As um, as Bond. I I, I guess I saw I, I saw that in in an article, and I thought that was a really interesting choice, and I could totally see that. You know, he's kind of got that that when when he's when he's not Bane, he's kind of right. dressed up nice. He's got that exactly. swagger that Bond can pull off. Um, well, he's everything he's been in. He's really gotten in, got into his role right. and just executed a phenomenal yeah. performance. I've never not liked him. He's got that strong stoic sort of personality. Right. 
I think that he could. I think he could pull that he off. Could pull it off between him. I don't know. For okay, this is just me, guys. Between him and Idris Elba, I, I think between the two of them, those are my picks. Well, him, um, Tom Hardy, I think would be a great just kind of continuation of what's going on with Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, I feel like they would have to establish a new kind of background because Idris is a little bit older, isn't he? Um, so he's got he's got to be a little more established. I know he's. I mean, I, you, obviously, you see him. He's he's got gray hair, right? Um, and, and well, and also when Daniel Craig came on, they established that this is a younger, more reckless Bond, right? Exactly. So that it wouldn't maybe surprise me to see them uh, go maybe a little bit further along in the story. So if that's, if that's the angle that they even wanted to go with. But makeup makeup does some crazy shit. Oh yeah, definitely. But uh, he's right? currently forty three, although. Again, he's got the chops for this role. I don't Absolutely. doubt yeah. that. He yeah, can do totally. the action. He can do the swagger. He can do uh, the espionage. Um, but he is 43, and I feel like it would be a, a different, not necessarily a different timeline, but just it would be a reset, a reboot to me, honestly, because mm-hmm. he would be a more established Bond at that point. It wouldn't be a, a fresh cut at that point. Almost have to rebuild a story, a backstory. If right, we're... exactly. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, and, and they've already kind of done this uh, in, in the last movie. Right. Specifically. I mean, I won't go into this. Well, I'm not going to go into like any spoilers or anything, right. but... It's almost like they rebooted the Bond franchise with you know the new M and all the new right. um, all the these these new people kind of taking on these roles in in the Bond universe. So it's going to be interesting. I, right. I'm really curious to see what they do. Time will tell. Uh, obviously, it's going to be another two three years before we see another Bond movie. I think I'm trying to think of when Skyfall came out. That it's was yeah, I think 2012. No, was it that long ago? Was it 2012? Uh, yeah. Oh, Shana look Josh. at that, you guys! <laughs> Good job. I'm a freaking encyclopedia. <laughs> so, encyclopedia. Yeah. So that's a it's an interesting topic, guys. Right. Um, again, we'd love to hear your thoughts on who you think would be the best uh, new Bond. Um, shoot us an email, and uh, we can address it on the next show. Geek Thirty Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um. And now let's get into a, a, a specific topic that Chris wanted to bring to the show. And uh, we're going to go down memory lane here, folks. Absolutely. So I had been looking on the Internet. Um, like uh, I'm sure most of you, I grew up. I was born in the 80s, late 80s, of course. I uh, grew up <laughs> like in the, some of us. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jojo. Sorry, Jojo. <laughs> and grew up in the 90s and was a big fan of... Of Nickelodeon cartoons, um, Rugrats, Doug, Ah Real Monsters, Hey Arnold, all the shows like that. And you know how we were talking about nostalgia earlier. Um, you know, just one of those things where you want to see those shows again. And I came across an article that popped up on my Twitter timeline, and it was talking about a possible big screen, you know, mesh of all these shows rockers rockers modern life rugrats doug ren and stimpy hey arnold and it just it brought me back and i wanted to know does everyone else want this i'd be down for that i mean i, 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 I love it. ren and stimpy uh well ren and stimpy doug and rugrats i was talking to alex about earlier were all released on the same day back to back to back right yeah uh, and i remember crazy seeing, i had no idea right, about that i remember seeing the first episodes of that and i remember loving them to death yeah. i remember um Things like, obviously, this is a different uh, Cartoon Network, but um, going for, out of Nickelodeon, but like Johnny Bravo and the Powerpuff Girls, oh, yeah, and absolutely. you know, uh, what was it Space Ghost Coast to Ghost with his own little yeah. show and yeah. whatnot. Back when when cartoons were good, were good. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't say that. No, look, look, because I'm a big fan 
of Adventure Time. Right. Obviously, I have a dog named Finn. Right. And um, and some of the other stuff that Cartoon Network has put out has been has been okay. And I just I don't like what they've done with Teen Titans recently. It's, right. It's a very they don't really take it seriously anymore. Like the old show back before it got like it was taken off the air. It was about Robin and and he was leading this group of other superheroes that were in their teens. You know, a younger right. group of superheroes. And there was actually some drama to it. There were some really cool action sequences. These guys were facing, you know, dilemmas. Right. But now they've totally trivialized trivialized the whole situation that they're in. And um, I I don't know. I'm a purist, I guess. But I I don't really um, appreciate that, I guess. It it just kind of shows what what kids are into these days. And I'm sure – you know what? I'm sure people in our – that were our age – I don't know – 10, 15 years ago right. when we were watching those G.I. shows. Joe and Transformers. Yeah, like, like they, they, what they is probably, this? they were terrible. like, oh, what is this crap? This <laughs> yeah. isn't Scooby-Doo this or This isn't Howdy Doody. <laughs> you know what I say? Screw you. Those were yeah. good. Those were so, awesome. Um, they were horrible. Well, I went back to them recently, but they were good back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you brought up good shows like Dexter's right. Laboratory and, right. and Powerpuff Girls and Chris was talking about All Real Monsters exactly. and Hey Arnold and all that stuff. Like, that stuff's so nostalgic to me. And to, when I when I when when Chris was talking to me about this, I don't want to see them bring these shows back and they butcher it. Right, right, absolutely. This is the same argument that people have had with Star Wars with Episode 7. You know, they try to bring back G.I. Joe, they butchered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They try to bring back Transformers. I mean, I know there's a new cel shaded game coming out soon that's, that looks legit, but a lot of the recent reboots of Transformers, movies included, mm-hmm. haven't been all that great. I mean, I'm biased to the Transformers franchise for growing up with them, and mm-hmm. the movies weren't as bad. They try to keep on point, but Michael Bay just wanted to butcher them just for the fun of butchering them, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Um, but there's just so many different ways. Like, the G.I. Joe movies were horrible they were pretty bad uh, you know i think they were they they did their job uh-huh. they were a action-packed summer movie but you could have taken gi joe off of it and it would have exactly. been exactly the a only, better movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you could have called it um you know US guy, guys guys fighting <laughs> with guns and right, exactly going into submarines and and killing stuff right and not called a G.I. Joe, and it probably wouldn't have made the same amount of money. Exactly. You know, it, it's just, it, it is what it is. So, we had an um, argument last week as well with the video games where they're taking IP and trying to make them into movies, and they're doing a really poor job of it. Not really following storylines. Exactly. They're just yeah. kind of taking the name. Right. Saying, okay, people, people play this. Right. Mm-hmm. They're obviously going to go watch it. And you know what? Most of the time, we do. Even like World War Z, I was told that the only thing that World War Z shares between the movie and the book is the title, because apparently there's two different. Yeah. They are completely. Yeah, yeah, I mean it, the, the the movie actually it's it's in the same universe, right? But completely different right. story. Um, and I, to be fair, though, that's a good movie. I I, I, seen I, <laughs> I like that movie okay. a lot. Um, if you haven't seen that, I recommend. Have you seen that? I have not. No, it's good. Okay, I'll check it out um, sometime. It's actually one of the the better zombie movies. Okay. This uh, you know this. I, mean, I grew up with George A. Romero, so <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed yeah. it. You know, some folks may may disagree. Right. I think a majority would agree that it's actually a good movie. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> Sorry, that's yummy. That's, better out than in. I said that, that must mean the beer's good. Yeah, no, it's very good beer. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit more about this. Getting back on track right. uh, with these Nickelodeon shows. I don't know. How would you guys feel? If just 
suddenly, you know, you're you're watching. I don't know if you guys normally watch Nickelodeon. Um, I don't. I'll admit. Uh, but what what if somehow you heard Ren and Stimpy was coming back on the air? How would that make you feel? I might have to watch it. I mean, it's just I would have to watch it. It's, yeah. it's, it's just it's it's a blast from the past. It's something that you know we all used to watch as kids. Mm-hmm. And it just brought such great joy. Why? I have no idea. Like, I don't know if I'm well, going to feel the same about it. As it was I'd... very inappropriate humor because right. the target audience. Holy <laughs> it was so crazy. Was oh, so my God. It's wrong really bad. Different level. Yeah. I, I might actually enjoy it more now than I did back then. Yeah, because you're going to get the jokes. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I remember being a kid and... and, and <laughs> I would have to watch that with my mom because right. my mom appreciated the humor. If my dad ever walked in and like was like, <laughs> what are you watching? And I would get in trouble. But right. my mom actually was the one that appreciated it <laughs> and uh, w- would let me watch Ren and Stimpy. Absolutely. Right. On that note, I don't know how many times I would be at Alex's house and then we'd be downstairs and we'd walk upstairs and his mother is watching cartoons and just <laughs> cracking up. Guys, if you ever if you ever wonder where I get my appreciation for these things, it's pretty safe to say I get it from my mom. Not to say like my dad has had a huge influence on my geekiness uh, from from building computers and uh, Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh God, Star <laughs> Trek! Such a Trekkie. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, such a my dad Trekkie. and I still to this day have arguments over what's better, Star Trek or Star Wars. That age old <laughs> argument. Right. It'll never go away. No, no it'll never go yeah. away. And honestly, both sides are right and both sides are wrong. So yeah. <laughs> no, there's never <laughs> a wrong answer. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, well, no, I'm just kidding. I. I, I I say Star Wars just to, well, okay. just to upset my dad. I, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to open that can of words, but J.J. Abrams just directed two of the Star, Star Trek films, and it's now directing the first Star Wars film, so there's going to be a lot of... Oh, there's going to be a whole new... Feels. Let's see what happens in December, <laughs> yeah. folks. That'll be a whole new show. But, you know, if, if, if we were to see Ren and Stimpy coming back on the air... I would, I would see would, Ren and Stimpy. I would also see Doug. Oh, oh man! Doug. I would be. I would. Chris, be you dressed up as Doug recently. <laughs> I did. I, I dressed up as Quail Man for Halloween. <laughs> yes, Doug is one of my favorite right. shows of all time. No, yeah. it's amazing. It's just even if it's just if they just bring back the opening sequence. Do 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 do. It's just so good. I can't get enough of Doug. Oh, it's so good. And why people were different colors in that show, I have no right. idea. Yeah, I don't it's know. so good. No. Yeah, it was. It was a great uh, social, especially with the whole high school uh, thing that was going oh, on yeah. there. But it actually got into a lot of different issues and whatnot that other shows weren't trying to get Absolutely. into. Absolutely, totally. There, there were. They actually weren't afraid to talk about certain things and get kind of deep with some of the shows. And and on a less serious note, did you know that Rocco was a phone sex operator? Yeah. In Rocco's modern life, <laughs> he had was. no freaking idea. I <laughs> read that. There's a lot of different things. You can see them on the internet. Um, there's one cartoon, I can't remember the name of the cartoon, where some lady bent over, and on the back of her pants says, Daddy's Prize, Daddy's Trophy, <laughs> in a cartoon. And, I, and I'm like, I don't remember that. I, I don't think I watched that cartoon, but it was What show things, was that? I can't remember. Oh it's my on God. the internet. That's so <laughs> no way. Exactly. It's like, how did they get away with that? You know? It's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> and, that, and that just that goes to show you the brilliance of the creators. Because yeah. they knew that they could target this to kids because it was a cartoon, but they can also make sure that the parents don't want to just rip their eyes out right. because they have some you know innuendos in there that, that are not, keeping them in. Kind of seeing Let It Go Again. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I have now, to hear that song one more time. Now guys, let's oh, not get into man. that, please. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but it's something they look forward to as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> I think that they really took 
um, a note from predecessors like Looney Tunes. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, you look at back back at some of those cartoons. <laughs> there was some like risque right, stuff exactly. in, in that, and uh, th- those are still something. I mean, they're still completely relevant. Oh, <laughs> well, with with Looney Tunes, and also this is kind of a offshoot, but like Blazing Saddles, they just touch on so many. Uh, obvious topics that mm-hmm. people just don't touch on mm-hmm. and they got away with it and it's again like you said it's still relevant yeah you know i don't know if you guys have like your first memory of when you realize that certain cartoons or certain things were you know kind of had these sexual innuendos right. but the one that really uh hit home for me and the one that i always remember is in shrek where they're singing about robin hood and someone else and he at one point they go and he always gets head and it was just so, it was just, to me, I finally realized, like, it clicked with me, like, oh my god, they, oh, they've been doing man. this to me the whole time, and I just realized it. That's so Chris funny. had his awakening. Yeah. yeah. I, I was 16, 17, 18, maybe I was right. 20, I don't know, but no. Because, what's that? I want to try that. Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? And then it finally just clicked. I want to say so it was funny. probably something Pixar for me. Because Pixar will sneak in a couple of jokes. Oh, yeah. They're a lot more subtle about it than Looney yeah. Tunes or Nickelodeon. Yeah. But I, I can't remember if it was like Toy Stories or Monsters Inc. They dropped something it was like, did they just? <laughs> I, I think oh, mine. No. I think mine was a Pixar situation too, and right. I can't remember for the life of me which movie. I just remember it. I, I remember the thought going through my mind that. Wait, shit! This is Disney. <laughs> you know, you wait, know, like should should I be thinking of it that way? Right. Like, yeah, what's right. going on? Little, I mean, I don't think this is the scene for me, but Monsters Inc. When he goes, oh no, these are lemonade or lemon, and not because they looked yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, like did they they can't get away with it. Can they get away with it? Yeah. You know, just, you just like that, man. It's flabbergasted. So yeah, it's so good. Um, I mean, they said that the plans for this Nickelodeon stuff is for it to be. Like, it's cartoons and live action at the same time. Oh, wow. So they're, they want to do, like, a Space Jam-type thing. Okay. Crossovers between Clarissa Explains It All, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Great show, by oh, the way. Oh, man. Also, oh, all of Nickelodeon. Yeah, all of, all of Nickelodeon. Wow. All that. I mean, all this stuff. Okay, whoa, 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 hold up. That deserves specific attention. That okay. is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> all that, like, what if we had a full-on reunion? Because wasn't, uh... The only guy that we see is uh, Keenan. Yeah, he, he was in SNL. In SNL now. Which is yeah. huge. Yeah, exactly. He's done something with himself. I right. saw that dude walking around Atlanta. I remember <laughs> I was sitting in. Where was I? I was in. I was. <laughs> I was in a Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Not incriminating at all. No, yeah, no, in, no, in, no. in Atlanta. No, 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 no. I was sitting at a table by the window, and I was just looking outside and walking right past the window. I was like. Holy shit, it's Keenan. And it was literally him. He was just walking by. And I looked at my dad who was with me at Hooters, guys. My dad was at Hooters with me. <laughs> it was and for work. No, we were. And yeah. also pleasure. Yeah. So <laughs> and I looked at I was like, oh my God, it's, it's Keenan. And my dad was like, no, it's not. He still does not believe me to this day that, that I saw That's him. crazy. So, Keenan, if you're listening, yeah. were you in Atlanta in like, I don't even remember when it was. You've probably been in Atlanta. Walking before. by Hooters. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> He's not going to admit walking by Hooters. Yeah. He'll admit being in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But um, that would be awesome. All that. Right. And getting all those people back. That'd be so, that'd be so amazing. Get Kel back in there because Lord knows Welcome he's not to the doing good anything. Home of the good burger. Home of the good burger. Can you believe that Keenan went from all that... And then went and made a movie like Good Burger, and then went to SNL. He did something. He, he also right. did uh, 
Fat Albert, didn't he? Oh my god, he did do right. Fat Albert. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot. Sorry, I'm slightly that. older than y'all. I remember some of this stuff. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, man. That's why when he did the 40th were, um, anniversary on SNL, yeah. we were making Cosby remarks, and he comes in and it's like, I should be doing this. I'm not. He does, because, a, he yeah. does a good Cosby. But he does, but he also, because of the yeah. whole thing, is like, I you know make movies with this guy, so yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be that guy right yeah. now. Can't, can't do it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Who are other people in all that? Do you guys remember? I Lori, don't. Lori, Lori Beth, Beth right? Denver. Or De- Den- Den- it starts with a D. It does. But she's like the one that sticks out the most. And oh, then she had, was so funny. You had Amanda Bynes was in it. Yeah. Before she, before she went crazy. Yeah. Um, Denberg, um, yeah. Denberg. D-E-N-B-E-R-G. Yep. Denberg. Denberg. And um, there are so many good ones in there. I can't oh, even. Oh man, it's such that, a good show. It is, and that's that's the problem with you know having that cast is you're only going to remember the ones that are still around, right? Exactly. I mean, because they just rotated a lot. Yeah. So um, now I think it's time that we get into some email. Now we got an email here from Eric. He says, "Hey guys, quick question for JoJo." I'm looking to play some old school games. Specifically, I would like to play some of the old Legend of Zelda games, Mega Man games, and Metal Gear series. Any recommendations on how to get my hands on some of these titles? Love the show. Keep up the good work. So, Jojo, why don't you address him since he addressed you? I will definitely do that. Again, Eric, thank you so much for the email, and thank you for being a listener. So one of the things I mentioned before, I believe on our first episode, was on the Wii U, you can actually download, or even the Wii, uh, old games from Nintendo, like the Legend of Zelda series or the Mega Man series, actually have a lot of them on there. There is a little bit of latency with the wireless controllers, but it's a fantastic platform to be able to play old games. And I know that Mega Man in particular is coming out with a uh, legacy pack soon for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, Unfortunately, not for Nintendo because all the games are already existing on that platform. Now, there are a couple different ways of approaching this. Either you want to go completely retro, which is... I mean, I still have my old Super Nintendo, my old N64. I still have a Virtual Boy, if you guys can believe that. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I have seen that. Yeah, you have seen yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Does I it did. work? Oh, it works. Yeah. Oh That's amazing. I know. It's crazy, right? It is nuts. <laughs> JoJo holds on to things, you guys. He does. And, and for, for good reasons, because it still works. <laughs> yeah. And also that nostalgic factor, and it's right. fantastic. I, mean, I, I still play it every now and then, yeah, you know? So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um... If you go that route, you want to go... There's a couple different places locally and online you can find old systems. Uh, like, over here in the D.C. metro area, we have a place called East Starland. Not only are they a local vendor I can go to the store and pick stuff up at, I can also order from them online. And you have things from Genesis, Sega, Nintendo, everything you can imagine, they've got it available. Or you can go to places like eBay and scour to see if you can find any of the systems. Now, what I'm noticing a lot of new companies are coming out with... There's a system called the Retron, and you can play old Super Nintendo and Nintendo games on it. So it's basically a, a console you can plug in your old Nintendo games onto, and it'll emulate it for you on a screen for, uh, automatically, which is awesome. They do usually come with wireless controllers. The newer ones will come with 2.5 gigahertz controllers, which are awesome. If you get one with the IR controllers, you probably want to stay away from that. You want to get them wired or 2.4 gigahertz wireless, because the IR ones, if you move too much, the IR, IR sensor will actually not pick up anymore, which is kind of a inconvenient thing to have on there. Um, that's again, you can get that online or get that any of the, uh, the local places around, or again, you could download them on any of your next gen platforms or current gen platforms as well. There's also a new service I just heard about recently. My brother actually brought this up to my attention called, um, my retro game box. 
Now, that one, I believe, is based out of London. And you tell them what systems you have, which games you have, and say, I don't want sports games, and they won't send you sports games. But every month, I think it's $35, they'll send you three or four different cartridges for Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, whatever system that you have. Um, all curated, all functional games, everything that you can keep out of rental service. That is so cool. Right. Um, because I, I have a big appreciation for, for retro games. I mean, that's, that's my childhood. Exactly. You know, and, and I think that that's a... It's brilliant. I mean, you've already got services like Gamefly um, that will send you new titles and all that stuff. Right. But honestly, people these days, and you know, we talked about it last time, right? I mean, th- this whole nostalgic feeling right. is um, very uh, prevalent in, in today's society. So we're seeing that uh, people want to experience their their passions of of what they really enjoyed back in the day, you know, quote unquote, back in the day, right. So I think it's a brilliant, brilliant idea to send people, you know, these old school games. Um, I'm curious if you have to send them back or anything. With the My Retro Game Box, no, they're yours. Really? Per month, yeah. That's you fantastic. That. You just have to have the old school Yeah, game, exactly. Uh, you tell system. them what platforms you have, which games right. you don't want, and they'll, or which games you're interested in, and they'll right. send you games automatically. And, I mean, you can go out and, and find Super Nintendos and right. and uh, Playstations, like like old school. You say old school. It's amazing to say that right. word. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? It was like years ago. Yeah, well, you know. yeah, it's really not. It, it, it doesn't feel like that long ago right um but i I would love to get uh a super nintendo and play goof troop (laughs) do you remember that i do you remember that that was a co-op game i think you and i played that we did we used to play it all the time but that you know it's just maybe i think with the revisiting of all these old um games and franchises it just really brings back to us that we want to go back and play that first one because that first one is always so much better than new one. Yes, the new one has the good graphics right. and the better handling and controlling, but the old one was just better. Right. That that is you know that's childhood. Well, there. That's, that's even you know? the um, the CEO of uh, Nintendo that just passed recently was talking about he had to make a game in the late seventies, early eighties for baseball uh-huh. that didn't actually have players. You know, so it was just the bat and the ball right. and, and whatnot because yeah. they had to think outside the box. We have a limited amount of data. How can we make this happen? So oh, they yeah. were forced to be more creative about how they can approach everything. Right. The original Prince of Persia, that was like a 2D side scroller. Right. They ran out of memory. So the bad guy at the end, spoiler alert, um, was yourself. <laughs> what? They no way! Because they couldn't figure out a way to put more things into the game. If you haven't played Prince of Persia, shame on you. Exactly. Um... So it's, it's, it's one of those things where the creativity was there, nostalgia was there, and personally, it's it's funny, with the next gen, everything's supposed to be faster and bigger and better. I'm playing the uh, the You Don't Know Jackbox on the mm-hmm. Xbox One thing, and everybody's got to connect to a yep. uh, from a mobile device, a laptop, iPad, iPhone, to play this game. And there's a latency there, because it's got to go through their server, so right. you put an answer, even though you put your answer first, it might not register as first as compared to somebody else, mm-hmm. whatever. Old school, old school Super Nintendo, you had that wired controller, Whoever has the first button presses the person that lands a punch, person right, that lands right. a bomb, person that lands that whatever. And I can pick up Super Bomberman. Everybody, no matter how inebriated they are or not inebriated, will pick that game up in five minutes at, at the most. And everybody's playing, done. You know, there's no learning curve there. Wait, so hold on. Let, let's also talk about something. Yeah. Because so JoJo and I were recently in a wedding. Uh, <laughs> what was it? May. Yes. For our um, for our friend Ryan. Uh, Ryan's actually going to be. On the the next show, yeah, yes. he will be on the next We're show. We're all excited for that. Yeah, show. so um, Ryan was my roommate uh, for um, a couple of years, and I've known Ryan for forever. And um, 
So for our uh, so for the bachelor party trip, uh, we took it down. We, we went down to Virginia Beach and uh, got into shenanigans down there. But on the way down, we rented what was it? It was a it was like one of those like gigantic vans. It was a conversion van. Yeah, it was almost a limo van. It, it really had, was like, three or four rows of seating. Yep, but like captain's chairs. Yep, and there was a TV. Right. And we hooked up a Super Nintendo to yes. it, and we played Street Fighter and Bomberman <laughs> all the way down. And it was so it was so nostalgic, and it was awesome. Right. And uh, when you said Bomberman, it just <laughs> I immediately I immediately right. thought of it. Um, and so that that uh, but those experiences playing those old games is really fun. Uh, I think it's a brilliant idea. And Eric, I hope that you um, take advantage of a service like that if this is something of an itch. Uh, if you're looking for good Legend of Zelda games, Ocarina of Time is obviously... Oh, yes. Um, it's a, it's, so good. Well, it's, it's the first 3D platform, which is fantastic. But the it's top, so... The top-down top version, Link, uh, yeah. Link to the Past, is also a very right, fantastic right, right. Two completely different games and two completely awesome games. If you, if you really want a story-driven experience, so, I mean, Ocarina of Time is fantastic. Right. Um, the Metal Gear series. Um, the original one for NES was actually quite confusing with the maps you have to learn. Yeah. You may need like a game fax or like a walkthrough and that, some of that stuff. Yeah, it I, took a while to figure out. It was just fun, but it was crazy back in the day. I rem- I would recommend, um, I think it was it was Metal Gear Solid 3 for the PlayStation 2. Right. I think, was it Sons of Liberty? I the, whatever Sons of Liberty is, Eric. Um, well, that, that that was my first once entrance. Once you got to a 3D environment, yeah, it really kind of that off. that was that was my first experience in it. But the Metal Gear games are just brilliant. Um, that that developer uh, is is amazing. But people, but, people forget that it was originally on Nintendo. It yeah, wasn't a Super Nintendo. It yeah. wasn't a, a, it PlayStation, a PlayStation title. title no. to begin with. And, and and even the the one um, on PlayStation Three right. recently was just brilliant. There was a whole. There, there was this whole thing where they were like, um, in the middle of a mission, and you were really deep into the game at this point. They said in the middle of a mission, all of a sudden it stops, and the and the guy who's almost like your your narrator and your and your friend in the in the game stops, and and a little thing comes up and it says, um, "Snake, now it's time to enter in uh, disc two of the game." And I'm sitting there, and it pauses, and I'm sitting there looking through, looking at like the the game uh, the game pack, and I'm like shit i don't have two discs like did i get jipped and then all of a sudden he comes and he's like no just kidding this is a, a blu-ray game so everything's contained on one disc now you can, can you can come that's with your game and i literally almost had a heart attack because the amount of time that i invested in right. that game was but you didn't stupid. you didn't question it because you're from a retro gaming area where yeah. you had three or four discs yeah a game, game like was. that and and those those metal gear games are very uh time intensive right Keep that very in mind. There were points in that PlayStation 3 game where you're watching a cutscene that was literally 20 minutes. Right. So, Eric, if you have time on your hands, I would recommend the Metal Gear series. Um, Legends of you definitely, definitely need it. But Mega Man, the first one's always a classic, but the second one is most people's favorites. The whole series, one uh, through six, is amazing. But the X series on Super Nintendo, one through three, are fantastic. If you can get your hands on those, those are amazing to play as well. Oh, yeah. And, and this is just so... This conversation is so nostalgic. I remember when Chris and I were kids and we would play uh, Street Fighter and I would scream at Chris for beating me every freaking time. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing about playing games with Alex. you got to know he hates to lose. Yeah. Surprise. And, and never. For, I would never guess that. You would have never guessed that. If you ever played a, a board game with Alex, you know that he's the worst person to play a board game with. But back onto the video game side, go ahead. I shoot to kill. He does shoot <laughs> That's to kill. That's really all it is. So when we would play... 
uh, Street Fighter, and and this is one of my fondest memories of of Alex and I growing up, <laughs> is when I would be beating him, and I would just you know, I would just do the same move over and over and over, <laughs> and. Every time I would do it, Alex would yell at me, you can't do it the same thing every time. <laughs> but it's beating I was, you. Yeah. <laughs> I was such a sore loser, He was, and he would hate that I, I would, would just, hate just continually do that oh over and so over God. and over. And Chris beat me every <laughs> single time when we would play video <laughs> games. To feed off of that, my brother and I had this rule that we couldn't corner each other, and we couldn't <laughs> spam certain buttons. So on that bachelor trip down, I was playing this like, really... For lack of a better word, shitty version of Street Fighter. Like, what the hell is this? Like, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do this. Like, okay, I'll play your game, and I beat Alex, yeah. and he was pissed at me. Oh, I was really <laughs> like, bad. I'll play your game. You don't did, worry. You did what I did. That's <laughs> what you did. <laughs> you know. And then I mean, uh, whiny, complaining Alex comes out, and uh, I don't like to lose, you guys. He doesn't like to lose. But I was trying to be noble about my efforts. You're like, ah, spam buttons. No, you're being cheap, JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like, you know what? I'll play your game. I got you. It was funny, you guys, and, and this. Is uh, thank you, Eric, again for for emailing in. Definitely, it's, it's fun to take a trip down memory lane here and, and talk about some of these old nostalgic feelings about video games. Um, so with that, guys, I think that's going to wrap up our show. Uh, Jojo, where can people reach us? As always, we mentioned a couple times already on the uh, on the air, but Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail.com and again, that's all spelled out: Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail.com if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can definitely do that at 443-424-3350. Or even follow us at Twitter on at Geek30. Yep, and uh, thanks again to Chris McIntosh for uh, being our guest today. Chris, I hope you had fun. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on, guys. And, and thank thanks you for, for being, being thank, yeah, thank you for, for being an avid listener. Um, I hope you guys follow us on uh, on Twitter and all social media, but also subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give us a five-star rating. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, special thanks to Jamie Sweetland, as always, for production and the awesome music that you guys hear. You don't know the stuff that he has to cut out and deal with. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Especially this episode. <laughs> exactly. <been> fun. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so yes, thank you, Jamie. And, of course, thank you to you guys for listening. We will see you all next time. Until next time, have a great day. Hola. Yeah, hola is, uh, <laughs> is not... Is not goodbye but that's chris saying bye and uh one last drink of root beer (laughs) there we go (laughs) all right guys take care all right bye